much crack a like peopleitos and peopleitas. It is another episode of the Real Nostalgia Podcast coming to you live and direct from Jurassic Park. Uh, it is your two uh, neighborhood uh, dinosaur watch patrolmen, uh, Mitch and Ruben, uh, coming to you with another episode. If what I'm is anybody, I'm going to be Ruben? Jeff Goldblum. Oh, brother. <laughs> I think we'd be like just the two bumbling idiots that are just like on new hires. And then like everything goes down and we're just like, uh. Right, the first to die. <laughs> just yeah, I'm like, I don't know eating. what's going on here, man. <laughs> we're the ones that throw the chum a... <laughs> to the dinosaurs. It's like, hey, man, they hired me for the tram to get you from your your car to the to the actual uh, amusement park. <laughs> I'm just here for the novelty soda, soda containers, you know. <laughs> I'm here because we get 50% off tickets, bro. Yeah. And then we get eaten by fucking Velociraptors because we're dumbasses. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we are back with another episode of the Real Strategy Podcast. Uh, this week, I think we're going to be talking about a specific story. Another story where you boys are drinking. It always involves drinking because we're idiots and we were young. Um, yeah, and then we're going to get into what we watched this week. Uh, I'm a little, I, I, I guess I watched a more focus on TV this weekend. Me too. Yeah. Um, but that's because I, 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 re- I got caught up on a series and then it ended this week. So I just finished it basically. Oh, okay. Um, uh, but yeah. Uh, how you been Ruben? Uh, dude, I'm, I'm like getting nervous now, man. I have my, uh, Why? My, my second dose of my vaccine coming up this week. Oh, uh, been... this week already? Yeah. Jeez, that was, that's so fast. Been hearing some horror stories, some horror stories, dude, and I'm just like, oh. uh, everybody I know who got the second dose definitely says that the the that not the day they get it, but the day after, it's a little rough. Yeah, it's a little rough. I've been hearing that a lot of people feels like you're sick, like you are sick, like you get the flu or something. Basically, you get like a a day flu. Uh, what I've heard is a lot of people getting migraines. Uh, oh, dude, but I haven't I've... heard anybody getting like chills or anything like that i just been hearing people saying like yeah i just felt like really weak like you know when you right before you get sick like yeah. that feeling of like being tired all the time that and uh migraines i know two people who got their dose this week oh okay yeah because i i just like like i got mine like the, the day after my dad and then my dad got his like like a week bef- a week after like the whole plumbing shop at his at his job and like the whole plumbing shop just got their their second dose, and they're just they're just pretty much like, yeah, it's no joke, man. Like they they all caught out like called out sick the next day because they were just like all fucked up. Really? Yeah. And then like there was like an article like in L.A. Times where some dude died taking a second dose. He was like yeah. 50, 52 or something, and then he just yeah he just like two hours later his stomach started hurting, and they had then like he got like bad headache, and they had to take him to the hospital, and then he went into a coma, and like all of his organs failed. Dang. But that's like one guy out of like millions of people. <laughs> you know what I mean? They just yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, my thing is like it's a test. Like you know, we it's nothing was official, you know. But it's yeah. just like if we're all gonna go down, we all gotta go down, homie. <laughs> <laughs> and then like I got this thing called like the, they call it COVID arm, and uh-huh. I guess with the because I got the Moderna shot, and yeah. with with that specific one, like it's been giving like a small amount of people like these rashes. And I got it. Like, it was like I got the shot. And then, like, three days later, my arm just started getting red, like, in that area. And, like, really high. It was, like, super itchy. And then just kind of, you know, like, the whole, like, for a few days, it was, like, bothering me a lot. But then it went away. And then, like, yeah. y- yesterday, I read an article about it. Like, they wrote it. Like, oh, yeah, it's called COVID arm. You know, like, the people are getting the Moderna shot. And they're yeah. just like, it's, it's not a big deal. You know, it's just, like, a nuisance. But I was like, oh, shit. That was either, like, a small percentage. Just like, oh, that's my arm. So they're just like, yeah, get it. Has, has Mickey gotten hers? 
No, she can't, dude. Like she can't. Like why get, not? I thought she gets. A, I thought she, she gets it because she's she a children's court. She's able to, but she can't yeah. book an appointment. Like it's the system's like so fucked up over here in LA. Uh, like dude, like she'll like look all the time, like throughout the day, and like everything is just booked, and then like it just it looks like when you go into things, it just looks like it's messed up. Like it's not working right. I saw a uh, 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 internet article because I don't want to say. Uh, uh, newspaper article but i saw an internet article about somewhere where they were having problems with the the system to like make appointments uh-huh. and somebody's fridge one of the like fridges broke at wherever they were doing it yeah and they announced you know because the fridge broke they're like we have to set up shopping do it and they're like we're going to be giving away the vaccine from 11 to 2 and i guess like they were gone like within uh a couple hours you know or within a couple minutes you know what i mean like yeah because they expire or whatever no, I mean like people showed up. Like that many people just showed up. Uh-huh. You know what but I mean? they have to do that because they 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 like the shots gonna be done. It's gonna be like wasted, right? If they don't get like all but, those people. Yeah, but the article is about basically how like people are saying like, well, it's kind of like the the computer systems are like a trash. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're not working well. But like there is, you know, like if you tell people because the 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 whole article was basically saying that like, well, the computer system is to like streamline it. You know, to streamline and get your uh-huh. appointment. And people are like. If you just tell people to show up at a certain time, you know everybody wants this vaccine. That it w- they'll show up. Yeah, you know what I mean, you don't have to fucking do that. But yeah, well, you always hear like on the on the news, where it's like, oh yeah, like like uh, sixty million vaccines were sent out, and twenty four million were ad- administered. You know what I mean? It's like, well, what the fuck? Where's the other forty million? You know, like it just yeah. seems like they're out there, but like they just can't get them. You know, like. I, like so the the place that I got mine at was at the fire station four in downtown LA. Yeah. And um so I went and got it and everything and then like they gave me the, the C D C card that said I got my vaccine and yeah. they put me in the system, but then like I can't like there's there was no way for me to schedule my second dose. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's just like every time I tried, like it was just messed up. Like they would say, Oh, it was okay, so we'll register, we'll send you a code. And then, like, I did it, and then they didn't send me the code until the following day, but by that time, it was expired already. Got it. So, like, I could not make my own account. And then, eventually, like, we just found out, like, just show up, and they'll give you your second dose, you know what I mean? So, that's how it's going right now. Like, their system's all messed up. Yeah. So, I'm hoping. Yeah, I mean, I still, like, I have to go on Tuesday, and I'm hoping they're there, you know, to yeah. give me my second I just got to bring my card that says the date that I got my first dose, you know, and hope, hopefully they give me my second dose. Yeah. But yeah, like, you know, it's weird, man. Like, it's just, it's kind of like they had like so much time to prepare for this, you know? And now that the shot's here and they're ready to go, like, it's just our system in LA is like completely fucked. It's trash, bro. Between that and them opening shit back up is pretty fucking wild, bro. It's going to be a wild fucking couple weeks. I don't get that, dude. It's like as soon as the numbers go down, it's open everything up. And it's just kind of like, wait, why don't we kind of like. You know? It's so weird. It's like so weird, bro. Like, I get why they're doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but it's just so weird. My other big thing too, though, is like, why are people getting so fucking angry? Like, why? I don't know. I don't understand why everybody's getting so upset. Cause like everybody's like, oh, I can't believe they're opening. It. I'm like, then just stay home. Yeah. Like, just keep doing what you've been doing. Like, why are you getting upset? Like, <laughs> if you're not part of the problem, don't add to the problem. Then you know, just stay home. Do what I heard though doing. that that they want to open up all the schools now. And that's yeah. kind of like, you know, you kind of have no choice now because if you don't, you know, your kid's got to be there, you know, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
that's like and the crazy thing is like now in LA they're they're changing it to like an age spacing where like they don't if you're a essential worker or if you're a healthcare worker, pretty much yeah. like it doesn't matter now. Like whoever's sixty five and and you know is gonna get the shot. Yeah. Like I don't understand that 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 thinking. You know, like because this is say you like they say like okay like if you're an average nurse or a healthcare worker you're like in your thirties forties, you know, and they're saying like well you're not really at risk. But you still have the same chance. I mean, you still have the. It's because it's because the statistics are skewing, are not skewing, but this the the statistics are just showing you know that people that are older are at higher risk of dying. So I get why they're doing it. It doesn't like like I I dude I don't get mad. Like my whole thing is I've gone this long without getting it. Knock on fucking wood. You know what I mean? Then uh-huh. it's just like at this point I'm not tripping. Like. I'm just going to keep doing what I fucking do. Like, yeah, just because all this shit is opening. I'm not, you know, I'm gonna keep supporting my local restaurants, my local Chinese food spots that are hurting. I'm just going to keep doing that. You know, like there's no, I don't need to go. Like all these breweries are opening up, opening up. And it's like, I'm fine. Just getting my beer and going like, I've same been way you've been doing you know? it. Yeah. And so like, I don't know. I just find like people like have people always need a reason to complain, man. And it's like, I don't know, bro. If it's not one thing, it's another. And, it's just like bro just stay home just <laughs> like it, it honestly it, if you can't stay home then i don't know what to tell you at this point it's like we've been locked down for i don't know how long yeah you know? it's just but the the thing is like like staying home like you could stay home but then like your coworker at work doesn't stay home and then now you got to work with them i get it got, you know what i mean so yeah that's i get like, it i totally fears, get it it's frustrating know? yeah it's, i get it but i mean like i said i'm just gonna keep doing what i'm doing and it's funny now i double mask like that's a that's a normal thing i do now yeah well, dude, like in in about fourteen, well, about sixteen days from now, dude, I'm gonna be licking all the handles everywhere. I'm gonna be riding public transportation. <laughs> are you yeah. still? Are you still gonna? Are, if you it, once you get the other one, are you gonna be like doing shit, like going more places, or no? I in mean, the sense that like going to go like instead of like ordering your food like through Instacart, are you gonna go to the market or no? You're just gonna still probably not. I mean, like we're so used to like you know that whole system we have down right now, like Instacart, DoorDash, and whatever, and like cooking our own stuff at home. Um, and then plus right now they don't have st- they they don't have any data about like if if like let's just say I go out and like I could still get COVID but it won't like affect me but I they they don't know if I could give it to somebody else or not transmit it yeah so they like I could it won't affect me but they don't know if I'm st- if I could still pass it on to people because it's still in my you. system you know what I mean I feel you so like I mean so like I got the baby and you know Mickey and stuff so like I'm not gonna like really yeah. do more stuff you know yeah yeah. Maybe when the movie theaters open up, I might like take my Lysol <laughs> with me, my my, my wife's, you know. But like that's about oh, it. Oh man, I don't know how that's gonna go. The first time I see a movie theater, I think I might be crying for the first thirty minutes. <laughs> it's gonna be weird, the man. Fact that I'm in a movie theater, like the popcorn but, smell uh, and like you know. Oh man, I miss it so much, bro. I miss it so much. I tell Ralph every time I see him, it's like that was such a release for me. Like that and and concerts are such yeah, a release no, for man. me. You know what I mean? It's like we did so, that like, so much of- too. That was like half our life, man. We just saw movies and concerts. So I'd be getting mad depressed listening to music because I'm like, I can't hear this live. And it like bums me out, dude. I'm yeah. Like, or like, you know, I got that update that Circa, the Circa show moved to 2022. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's still fresh. It's like such a bummer that it's like, damn, it's that far away. Like, I know. Ugh. They're doing it. I mean, they're doing it just to be safe, you know, but like, so it's crazy yeah. to just to know. But yeah. Is, do you have tickets to the Vegas one? Uh, San Francisco. Oh, Frisco? Oh. You know the vibes. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of a bummer, but 
Yeah. Uh, all right. I guess we can get into our story. Uh, yeah, we're going to jump into a story. Uh, another nostalgic story. This is uh, this is after we were working at the movie theater. This is, I think I'm probably working at Home Depot at this point. And Ruben is doing what he's doing now. <laughs> 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 I think. Um, but yeah. So me and Ruben uh, used to, I'm going to say it in the past tense because we haven't done it in a long time. It makes me bummed, but we haven't done it in a long time. We used to film bands all the time. And uh, that's funny. Ruben was telling me before we got on the pod how we started watching some of the videos. Um, and he was like, man. There was a lot of potential there. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like it was, it was pretty good stuff, man. Um, check them out online. Uh, go to YouTube. Type in Midnight Anxi- Midnight Anxiety Productions and uh, the Let Live video will probably pop up. And uh, from there, you can check out all our other videos. But um, yeah, we used to record. We used to record bands, and we used to try to make like little mini EPKs or like mini documentaries basically like five seven minute short little videos about uh the band and we try to capture the essence of the band as best as we could and so uh mitch always usually plays like a and r to the group of friends we have in the sense that like mitch is always like looking for bands um stumbles upon bands and then is like hey guys check out this band and then yeah. everybody's like, oh, these are sick bands. Let's, uh-huh. And then Ruben's like, let's go film this band. <laughs> and so we went to, we decided to go film this band in Corona. Um, it was in 2013, little, eight years ago. When? 2013, January? January 2013, so eight years ago. Yeah. Uh, this was at this place called Maya's Cafe. At the time, Maya's Cafe was a spot in Corona. There's a couple of pla- different places. But Maya's Cafe was a big spot in Corona at the time of the show. I had seen a lot of bands there. I think I had seen Xerxes there. Um, I had seen Happy Diving there. I had seen Toner there. I had seen... Uh, that was the first time I've ever know. been there when we filmed. Yeah, I'd been there a couple times before at this little venue. Um, it's a ways away. It's in Corona. Uh, so that means we had to take three freeways to get there. And for some odd reason, I don't know if it was odd, but for, for this trip... We had Ruben's uh, then-girlfriend, which is his wife now, and we had our bestie, Ralph, uh, go with us. And we went to this – so we drove. We drive all the way out to fucking Maya's Cafe. And at this point, Mitch had a routine. Mitch was really big into Paps PBR at this time because it was uh, – I like, I like how you shit. refer to yourself in that third person. Pretty cool. I do it. I do it it's all pretty the time. Pretty cool, right? dude. So, so your boy Mitch was uh, – I don't know if I was an alcoholic, but I definitely was drinking a 12-pack of PBR just by myself. You, you were like, uh, that was like your PBR phase. Like, you were just into that beer. And, like, yeah. if, and like I remember making fun of you because that, that that's like when PBR had, like, a resurgence. You know what I mean? Like, all these hipsters are starting to drink it. And I remember you were just like, it's nah, cheap beer. Nah, nah, man. Yeah, I was. cheap shit. Nah, bro. This is before all the fuck boys made that shit. I remember when I used to buy that shit, it used to be five ninety nine uh for a 12-pack. That's wild, dude. Not to say that it's not that much more now, because I think it's only like ten dollars now. But I just remember being like, I remember we used to, we, I used to go places, and PBR used to be the tall cans used to be a dollar fifty. Like that's how that's much crazy. they were. They were like Michelob lights. They were like fucking natty ice. You know, they were cheap as fuck. Uh-huh. 
And now when you go to like, uh, if you go to the Echo, I think it's seven dollars for a PBR tall again. <laughs> but dude, but if you That's go wild, to right? any other venue around, like they're cheap too. It's just like those, like the like the Premier LA venues are like super That's true. pricey. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So uh, we drive down to Corona. Uh, we're hey, are you we drinking a Bowman? Routine. What are you drinking a Bowman? How'd you know, broski? <laughs> There's like literally like a quarter of an inch of the can visible, and I saw I saw those little stars in there. I need to get more. I really want that fucking uh, that people mover their snowball. Oh yeah, yeah. Pogo uh, Pogo, check them out. They're good. They're good, good beers. But that is ne- neither here nor there. So uh, we go to Corona. We had a routine. We usually would drink before the show, go in the show, uh, record the band, talk with the band, uh, film more of the band uh, uh, of them setting up or or, or, or breaking down. And then we try to interview the band, and yeah, we're more like that we're we're like really into telling the telling a story with our videos. So it wasn't like your typical like the band's playing. And you just show like a song of the video. Like we like interviewed them. We showed the set. A lot of videos now are like other videos we used to do, which is wild. really that's cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, that that was weird. That was a weird. Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah, dude, <laughs> totally, dude. <laughs> and so we went to fucking Corona and. We went to go film the band. Everything went great. We were like, everything was good. I remember you guys making fun of me because I was pounding PBR and I kept happening to take a piss. And it was like, Maya's Cafe is literally a cafe. It was like a cafe on this main stretch of land. And you would park in this like gravel uh, gravel uh, parking lot right next to it. There was like no and stage. So- it was just like all on the floor, and it was like pool tables, and then like then the yeah, like it was like a diner. You walked in, it was like a pool hall. You walked in, and it was like a there was like a uh, a pool hall inside, uh, a pool table inside, and two pool tables outside. But there was a bunch of booths, and then like a bar set up, uh, in the sense of like a diner bar, you know, where you like sit at the counter. And uh, yeah, they would the these bands would rent out the back basically, which was just a just like an empty room or whatever. And uh, we went there. It was cool. Everything was uh, cool. The lighting was horrible. Um, I remember the yeah. lighting being super horrible. Down sucked too. The sound wasn't that great. Uh, at the, and then at that time, I mean, these are these are these are PA shows. So these are like shows. You know, people. Somebody brings a three hundred dollar uh, PA set. You know, like a fucking party DJ set. And then they put like a four channel mixer through it, and they're like, "Yeah, let's plug everybody in in the band and uh-huh. play through this." And uh, it's usually just really high. It's like a wall of sound. <laughs> and so we would film the band. Everything's good. And then we decide to leave. And so when we got there, I want to say we, in total, we probably spent like two, 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 two and a half hours there. Yeah. Like filming the band, talking to them, Interview, whatever, yeah. like uh, getting to know them. Drinking uh, in the parking Myron lot. Lung. Myron Lung, a uh, great band, by the way. Uh, super nice dudes. Uh, what was the lead singer's name? I don't know, but they're like baby faces. I looked at the video again, dude, like right before, and I, yeah, they're like, dude, we were like babies back then, man. Yeah, it's wild. Um, he was such a nice guy, that lead singer. He was a cool guy. Uh, we had seen him at other shows, and he I, he always used to remember us. But yeah, so uh, we leave this venue, and so this is this is where the story begins. <laughs> <laughs> so we take off. Uh, I don't know this area. Like, I I know how to get to this venue, but I'm not like driving around Corona. And Mitchell like, was like our driver. Like, he he just like always drove every like everywhere. So I have I have this thing where I have to drive places. It's not a control thing because I'll let other people drive. I just don't like driving. Like, I don't know. Like, I I don't like 
uh, I like to be responsible for their driving. I like to be like, if we get in trouble, I'll take the, like, I'll take, the, not in trouble, but if we go get lost or something, like, I'll yeah. take the hit for it. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, I'm always driving when we go to shows. Uh, and so, <laughs> so we start, go, we leave the venue. We take off and we're going, and we're going down this main street. I wish I knew the name of that street because it was just like a long, like, street. Yeah. And we're going. And then I have to get back on the freeway and I'm just going like retracing my steps. I don't know how to get back on the freeway. So let me just retrace my steps. Let me literally the street we came in. I'm trying to go back. So we pull up to the stoplight. It's a protected left-hand turn. It's a two-lane protected left-hand turn. And I see a sign that says no U-turns. And I'm just like, you know what? Fuck it, dude. I'm just going to make a U. You're feeling like, like a like, rebel that night. Huh? Not, All those PBRs got you, dude. You're just like, yeah, they got fuck me, it, dude. dude. It's so, so I look at the sign. I'm like, you know, if I go left, I see that the street just go. There's just a, like another long street that goes all the way to the left. And I'm like, I don't see any turnouts or nothing. So I'm like, you know, I'm just going to make a fucking Yui. So we go, we pull up. And as we're going, I see direct as I'm about to make the left turn uh, directly across from me on the right hand turn lane is a fucking sheriff's is a sheriff's car. And I'm like, oh, my God, dude. So I make the left. And at this point is when fucking uh, the passenger in the back, Mickey, goes, oh, my God, dude, that was a fucking sheriff. You just made a left on an illegal turn. And that's a sheriff. He was like right across. Yeah, from like us. she she was like well aware that he was there, you know? <laughs> yeah. And she thought, and like, was just like, him. I don't care. Yeah. She was like kind of like she was super surprised. Like, what the fuck are you doing, bitch? Like, yeah. And so we make the left hand turn. We make the U-turn. And then I keep going. And then it's like a movie. I look at my I keep looking in my mirror and it's like the. The sheriff hasn't made, you know, the light hasn't turned green for him yet. Yeah. And fucking boom, the light turns green. And instead of making the right, that fool puts his lights on and he fucking jets towards us. And it's like, fuck. And, and, and you're pretty, you're pretty well above the, uh, the legal limit to drive. <laughs> <laughs> limit to drive, right? I didn't feel like it, but yes, I was. So, uh, he then pulls us over and then when he pulls us over, tell me why. All these motherfuckers in the car, except for Mickey, act like they're asleep, bro. Don't ever do that to your friend. If you're going to get pulled over by a car, we've been drinking. Don't do that. That's, like, horrible. Like, leave your friend out to dry. So I look over, and my passenger, fucking Ralph, is, like, passed out, or he's acting like he's passed out. I'm like, oh, my God, dude. So then the sheriff rolls up. He comes up to the window, and he's like, hey, man, did you know that there wasn't – did you know you didn't? You couldn't make a U-turn there? And I'm like, uh, no, I didn't know. I'm like, I'm not from around here. We're just trying to get back home. Yeah, and then I'm, he starts going. I'm not from around here. That's like your that's like your thing. Like oh, I'm not from around here. <laughs> he goes, uh, why does this smell like alcohol in your? Who knows? Goes. Well, have you guys been drinking tonight? I'm like, no, sir. We don't drink. Uh, we don't we went drink. to go film a band across the street, like right across the street, and like where he pulled us over, we were directly across the street on the other side of Maya's Cafe. And then he's like, why does this smell like alcohol in your car? And I'm like. Bro, I don't know why it smells like alcohol. We haven't been drinking. Hey, did like, the it's... did the venue sell alcohol? Was it like an actual bar too or no? Yes, it was. So I wonder if he was if he was like parked there just to kind of trap people like that were drinking. Well, you remember he was making a a left as well, but on the opposite side. Oh, that's so right. He, so he was on. Yeah, like, he was moving around. I don't even think he was going like looking for us. Yeah. And then so he he goes, uh, yeah. So why does it smell alcohol? I'm like, I don't know, sir. Uh, we were literally trying to record this band and we're, you know, like, uh, I don't know this area. 
And then he st- he then proceeds to put the shine the light. And he looks inside and he's like, "Where are you guys headed?" And I'm like, uh, "I'm trying to go home. We're not from like I said, we're not from around here." And then he starts giving me uh, the test, the fucking what is it called? Like the, the follow your finger, the sobriety test, like follow your finger. Sobriety test. There you go. He starts, flash it he in starts your telling eyes. me to follow his finger from inside the car, and I'm like, "Oh my god, dude, this is it. This is it. <laughs> this, this is, is it. it. This is all, I'm over." He starts telling me to follow his finger. I start following his finger, and then. Uh, he fucking Dude, looks is, at he, this is he like asked, terrifying because like I've never like I've never been like pulled over by a cop, but like I've been in the situation where like I shouldn't be driving like the rare the rare times like I, I okay it's iffy and then you see a cop behind you your fucking heart skips a beat dude so I can only imagine being pulled over and like doing this like test you know Mitch hates cops Mitch doesn't like cops me and cops don't get along oh, okay okay come on bro. <laughs> Taking the it's blue like, pill. You're taking be, the blue pill didn't you, again. Didn't you want to be a cop, bro? Like, what the fuck, dude? I'm about to end this podcast right now. I, the end of our podcast relationship, bro. <laughs> and so <laughs> so he starts giving me sobriety tests, and I start freaking out. I, I think he's going to pull me out of the car. I'm like, oh, my God, dude. Do not pull me out of this fucking car. I don't know what happens. I don't know. It's not like the la- the other time where he gets a call or anything like that. Yeah. I don't know what happens. He, looks, he asks for my ID. I give him the ID. He looks at it. He's like... He sees clearly that my address is Covina. I'm in fucking Corona. This is very far distance between where I where I live and where I'm at. He looks at the ID and he says, uh, you're just going home. I'm like, yes. He's like, all right, well, I don't want to see you around. I don't want to see you around this area tonight or anytime soon. And then he tells us, I need you to get on the freeway and I need you to get home. I don't know why he let us go. Yeah, it's weird. I okay, I mean, if you smell alcohol in the car... You know, and then it's just kind of like, and then like that, the whole eye thing is like pretty good, dude. Like I always do that to people where like they've been drinking, like you do the eye and you just see their eye, eyeball bounce. bounce. Yeah. So it's like, he's probably, I don't know. He he was probably like in a good mood or something. I don't know why he fucking, so this is what happens. He gives me the ID. I'm like, okay, sir, promise. Like whatever, you know, the scout's honor, you know, (laughs) yada, yada, sana, sana, whatever. He fucking, I get my ID and then we take off. And then I start going to the freeway and then this fool takes, uh, usually when you do, when this happens, a cop is parked there, you know, he's going to get another call, whatever, whatever it takes yeah. off. This fool starts following me to the freeway. So he follows me from the venue, which is probably like, it's not that far. I mean, it's probably like a mile and a half from, to get back on the freeway, but he follows us from the venue all the way back onto the entrance of the freeway. And then I'm like freaked out because I'm like, fuck, what is this fool follows us on the freeway or something? Like, is this fool trying to entrap, entrap, entrap? Entrap you. I don't know how to say it. Entrap you. Entrap me. (laughs) (laughs) Entrap you. It's a lady in a trap. Come on, bro. And and I'm like scared. I'm like, fuck, this fool's going to get on the freeway, follow us, pull us off, pull us over on the freeway. Like, I make a left, and then this dude fucking busts, he busts a bitch. He just turns, he fucking makes a U turn. It dips out and just takes off. And then I remember us getting on the freeway, and I was like, I just remember being fucking pissed because these motherfuckers acting like they were asleep in the motherfucking car. And I was pissed. I was like, I can't believe you guys let me fucking out to dry. You guys acted like you're asleep. Like, what is that gonna do? What does that help the situation? Um, but yeah. But funny was, thing, uh, though, but this is the thing, though, right? He says that then, right? And then, like a year later, or whatever, we get pulled over again in Fullerton, and that fool tells me, "Pretend you're asleep." That's like what he goes to. <laughs> like, 
And I, for me, I would just say, it's fucking weird, but I'll do it, you know? It's, you know why I did that the second time is because the first time it worked. Obviously, yeah. you guys are right. You know what I mean? Yeah. The second time, yeah. <laughs> the second time the second time was not a good time. We we may get into that one. I don't like telling that story. I don't we, know. If, have I told that story we, We've told it before, but not like in full detail, but like we have told that once before. Oh, my God. That's a scary story. That was scary, like, I don't dude. like I don't even like Fullerton because of that story. Yeah, Fullerton's been known for having like shitty cops. Like they beat the shit out of like they beat the shit out of that homeless guy and killed him. That, that one bum. Time. The same yeah. bar that that we would film at. Like and like yeah, yeah. That was that was a scary time, dude. I thought I thought for sure, dude. I wasn't have to call your dad and be like, "Hey, dude, <laughs> your son's in jail. You need to go bail him out." <laughs> Fuck. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, that's that, that's one of the stories we uh, I always I always tell people it's uh, people always trip out. Uh, I think I have like a, a cat lives when it comes to uh, cops and illegal substances because there's been many a times where I feel like I'm gonna get in trouble, and something always happens. It's like kismet. I don't know how to describe it, but that shit always fucking. Yeah, it's fucking crazy, man. That's like a, a scary feeling, dude. And like I remember, like I used to where me and Mickey used to live, but like, we used to have an apartment, and it was just like kind of like down like. Few like, not, like not even ten minutes away from a brewery, you know. We would always go yeah. there, and like you take that one main street, and like I remember, like there was always like cops there, or like they'll set up like like road. Uh, what do they call them? Like the checkpoints. Checkpoints, and like, I mean, we were pretty responsible, you know. We we drink, but then like we wouldn't get like messed up, you know. We'd be like, okay, we're, we're like try to sober up and then leave, but you never know if you're at that point, you know. So it was like always. I just wanna. I just wanna. I just wanna say. It's never okay to drink and drive, especially now. Oh, but dude, back in the day, we didn't have Uber or like Lyft and all that stuff, you know. Yeah, like, but I just I can't stress enough, dude. If you're gonna pay sixty to a hundred dollars to get your ass home from wherever you are, it's a lot better than paying fucking four thousand dollars, seven thousand dollars in fucking DUI fees and having going having to go through like a a fucking year and a half uh, situation where you're like have to show up to court get arraigned all that shit you know what i mean like not worth it man uh like i said knock on wood i never had a dui or anything like that but fuck i know people who have and that shit is uh, more of a nuisance than it does like it doesn't i don't necessarily think it like does anything to uh reprimand or teach the person not to do it again i just think honestly it's more of a nuisance like it doesn't it's not gonna detour somebody from doing it again yeah I, don't I mean know. the fact it's that fucking... if I mean if you if you are drunk and driving, I mean you could kill someone. So it's like don't do that. Correct. Yeah, don't do that. So, uh, yeah. On a lighter note, <laughs> <laughs> that was just a yeah a funny story that uh, people don't let me live down to this day. There we got a lot of we got a lot of stories like that. <laughs> uh yeah. So I got I hope you guys like that story. Uh, we are going to get into some shit that we watched this week. Um. Yeah. Uh, Ruben, what'd you watch this week, Brotherino? So I didn't really watch anything like too new or whatever. But like, so I I started Psycho Gorman. Have you seen that you one? Got it, brother. Have you seen I it? I haven't seen it. I heard about it. I've been hearing about it a long time because it premiered at Beyond Fest. It's another one of those movies that like people have been talking about. I couldn't get through it, dude. It was bad. Yeah. Like so. Like I I. I grew up on, like, trauma movies, right? Like, I love, like, the Toxic Avenger movies, you know? Like, all those movies are, are really good. And, like, yeah. I get that, like, they're lo- you're low budget. You have bad actors. You can't, you know, you can't pay for, like, the good actors or whatever. Like, you have gore. Like, it might be cheesy or whatever, but, like, dude, the, the audio in this movie, it was just so bad. 
like the bass was like so heavy and like it was like you'd have to lower it because your whole my whole living room was shaking and you lower it and then like when they start talking like you couldn't even hear them so you'd have to raise it up and it was just like really bad and then like it seemed like they filmed everything on like one like super wide angle lens no matter what shot it yeah. was it was a wide angle lens and everything was like warped and distorted yeah so i, I just couldn't like i bought it too i bought it on itunes and like i was just <laughs> Cause it was like one of those one of those things where like it was like six nine nine to a lot rent. of good things and it was like six nine nine to rent or you could buy it for ten dollars. You know what I mean? So I was like, I'll buy it for ten bucks. Uh, you see, know see, what I mean? See, see, see. So I bought it and so like I'll go back to it eventually, but I couldn't. Dude, I was already I already had like a headache and stuff, and like I was like I can't I can't deal with this. You know what I mean? But like it just I don't know. Like I I could see why people are like high on it right now. Because, I mean, what else is out there that, that's like it? It's, like, super gory. Kids are controlling this monster, and this is kind of, like, really... Yeah, it's, like, My Pet Monster. Yeah. It's, like, Starman. It's, like, uh, Star Kid. If Star Kid was uh, an alien that killed people from another planet. Yeah, and he's... It, I mean, it's just kind of, like, he's he he's playing, like, this big macho monster that kills everybody, and then the, the girl's, like, oh, I control you, so whatever. Like, yeah. like do like jumping jacks. It's, like, a... 10 year old girl and she's like a horrible actress dude but like it's i don't know like i just like i i'll, I'll watch it again but i just i couldn't get into it i gotta stop oh my God, brother. that's a bummer yeah what about uh, you what did i watch this week uh i watched our friend i didn't get to talk about it uh last week but uh our friend the movie with jason siegel uh casey affleck and dakota johnson um Basically, it's a movie about uh, a, a, a wife who gets diagnosed with uh, terminal cancer, and it's about her husband and their best friend, Jason Siegel. Um, The movie is, I want to say the movie is, is good. It's not great. The thing about movies like this is like there's always going to be people who don't enjoy movies like this because they think it's corny it's like oscar baity you know what i mean it's like it like they pull your heartstrings on purpose because they want you to feel something and i understand that i totally get it but like whatever flaws the movie has is uh rectified by how good the actors are in the fucking movie i think casey affleck is so fucking good he's a problematic i understand that people don't like him um, but he just, man, there's a couple scenes in this movies where you're just like, oh yeah, that's, that's why you've been nominated for Oscars before. Like the, you, you can fucking act like the, the material may not be, uh, a plus plus material. It may be B, B level fucking honky dory, like, uh, date movie material, but fuck man, Casey Affleck is a G in this movie. Uh, specifically the, towards the end of the movie, he's like, Whew, you're like, damn, bro, this is a Manchester by the sea shit. And uh, Jason Siegel, man, it's always fun to see Jason Siegel. As much as like he he plays a specific role, <laughs> he basically took over what Paul Rudd did for like 20 years, which is like be the quirky best friend who's like yeah. a loser. Um, He fits that role, and I fucking love him in this movie. I think he's so good at it. Like I could see if he wants to play the same character for the next 40 years, fuck it, do it, man. Um, But yeah, like... I recommend this movie to I, I would recommend this movie, but I understand if people don't like it. But I saw it and I was like, man, this is a movie I'm going to watch like or rewatch. Like it's gonna come out on Netflix or Hulu. And I know it's it, for me it, it kind of felt like that movie about time and in the sense that like, man, this is a movie I'm always gonna rewatch. You know what I mean? Like uh -huh. 
this is a movie I'm going to see later on down the line again. Um, but yeah, I, I just think that like, like I said, the, the material may not be the greatest. It may not be a plus plus there is flaws in the movies. Um, certain characters aren't fleshed out or shouldn't be fleshed out. Um, and sometimes it's a little melodramatic, a little tropey, but you know what? It's like the actor, the actors in this make it that much better. You know what I mean? And it's funny because there was this whole, so it's based on a true story. I didn't know that it's based on a true story. It's based on an article in a GQ magazine about a guy writing about his best friend, uh, when his wife had terminal cancer and how his best friend came to help them, you know, through that time. And you know, somebody, it's interesting because this guy who wrote this movie, he he got this movie optioned, wrote the screenplay and, you know, he put it out there and it's really weird to put something that public out there and then to get like feedback, whether or not it's good or bad. It's just crazy that people are like, people are like reviewing your movie. You know, that's like a true story. That's like his wife's life. Like, and people are like, hey, man, I, I don't necessarily know if this is good or bad, but it's just wow. Like people do that, you know, and it's like, how do you take that? How do you internalize that? How do you interpret that? Like, it's wild to me. It's pretty crazy when you when you think about shit like that. But um, yeah, our friend, I recommend it, guys. Uh, so I would recommend it. Put it this way. I would recommend it when it comes out on streaming because it is going to come out, obviously, wherever it comes out on streaming. If you're not you don't have to pay twenty dollars for it. Wait till it's like five dollars. So how similar is it to the big sick? Is it very similar it to that or like? Nah, it's not similar at all. Because it's like it's it's him and like it's, you know, his, his wife gets cancer and it kind of like his friends help yeah. him out, whatever. Yeah. It's, it's different, though. Like it's not too. No, it's way different. Okay. I think The Big Sick is a better movie, but I think that it's like one of those things. The Big Sick is uh, A-plus material. But yeah. if you put Casey Affleck, fucking Jason Segel, and Dakota Johnson in The Big Sick, I mean, that's like, that Oscar. could be like an Oscar fucking winning oh, okay. movie, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, the, the source material in The Big Sick is way better, but, like, the talent in this one is... Is, is much top notch. Yeah, yeah, because okay. as much as I love uh, Emily Gordon and Kumail, who the story is based on in The Big Sick, it's Kumail. It's not fucking mm. Casey Affleck, you know. Like, yeah. That's not to dis. That's not to like dis Kumail, but Kumail's not a fucking uh, actor who's been acting since he was like fucking seventeen years old. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, he's not a le- uh, a legacy of actors. His older brother's not an actor. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. Uh, I saw that. I saw. Uh, I was telling Ruben before the pod that I've been kind of focused on TV. Uh, I finished Friends. Yeah. Because uh, you said I finished it. I rewatched the whole season and uh-huh. I finished it. Uh, I've been watching that me, too. Like, yeah. Huh? I've been watching that recently a lot. Re- like lately. Yeah, I went through it. Uh, I want to say since HBO Max became a thing. Oh, okay. So I don't know how long that is that span, but like. I really like hunkered down and finished it, and then I started watching. What's that? From start to finish. Yeah, I start. Oh, okay. I finished the whole. I, from start to finish the whole thing. Um, those last three seasons are pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> they're yeah, they're not as good as the other ones, but like they're funny. Like they have a lot of like like laugh out loud moments, but as a, yeah. as like a show, it's not as like you know because it's it's just kind of like laugh like like joke moments now. You know, compared yeah. to where like they would tell a good story about, like, you know, what I mean, about every character, and now correct, it's just about correct. making, getting those big laughs, you know. But then it kind of like, yeah, 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 yeah. It does. It's not like as touching or like as. Personal. I feel like it's a little bit more zany. Yeah, the end. especially Ross. Dude, Ross is awesome, but like Ross definitely. I love Ross. Yeah, he goes <laughs> top notch level, dude. At the end. Um, My I've been sandwich. Watching- <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, dude. oh, dude, that episode with Brad Pitt, the Thanksgiving episode. Oh, my God. Dude, uh, I was yeah. rolling on the ground, bro. I fucking love that episode. I just dude. recently saw the episode where Rachel starts dating Russ. Remember Which Russ? Who's Russ? Russ is like, Russ? like Rachel and Ross's breakup. And then like her rebound is this guy named Russ. And he looks just like Ross. It's pretty much Ross. Ross plays him. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's right. That's yeah. right. I always remember, uh, what's the younger guy she started dating? That she did like, but it just was never going to work oh, ta- out. Oh, Tag or something? Like the, the her assistant? Yes, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, that, yes, yes, yes. that was a good storyline. <laughs> Where she sends HR the dirty yeah. note to send yeah. him. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I've been like TV minded. Uh, so I had started Search Party. Uh, yeah. I've been watching Search Party. I had started Search Party be- when it was on uh, what was it, TBS or TNT? Before it was on HBO Max. Before it got like revived by HBO Max for the last season or whatever, uh-huh. or bought. It didn't get revived. It just got bought to premiere on HBO Max. Like they were, that was one of their titles that they were holding out uh-huh. for content. And so they premiered this past week the last four episodes of the final season. And, uh, man, Search Party is such a fucking good show, dude. I love that show. It, like, that's a show to me that has laugh out loud moments for me, dude. Like, every episode, I fucking laugh out loud. Like, literally, like, laugh at it. That's, like, rare for I TV stopped, shows. I, I stopped watching that show. Just, I did, did, couldn't get into it. Really? After the first oh, season, man. I just, like, I was like, ah, whatever. Like, I just never got back into it. Oh, I feel you. I feel you. Does it get uh, better? But yeah. I think it does. I think the second season is the best season. And I also think the I like the third season a lot. The fourth season, it's a little wonky when how they how they conclude everything. But I, man, I just love those characters. Those fools are so funny. Like uh-huh. I'm telling you, it, I, I, it makes me laugh out loud, bro. There's there's a scene in the in the uh, towards the end of the season where like they're trying to figure out who the killer is. It's like it gets gnarly, but they're trying to figure out who a killer is. And they're like, okay, well, we got to follow this person. But the killer who they think is the killer is trying to follow them, follow like they're following each other and they don't know. right? Yeah. (laughs) And so they like pull into a gas station and there's like a whole scene where she's like they pull into the gas station like, no, wait till she leaves. And then the other person's like, ha ha, they're trying to wait till I leave. (laughs) Like and it like goes back and forth. And then essentially they're like they they take off and they're like, all right, we're going to follow. We're going to follow this person. And they follow this person. And then they're like, oh, man, we got We got to figure out where she's going. You know, they're like, just follow her and they're going to take us to wherever. But that person is trying to follow them to yeah. wherever you know <laughs> and so they come up and they're like oh shit there's a roundabout like hell yeah let's the roundabout she'll turn off to the exit and we'll follow her and then there's like a good like two minute minute scene of just like them going oh, in a circle on a roundabout dude, funny, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit like that dude it makes me laugh bro oh i fucking love that show uh, but yeah i finished that show because they had premiered it uh i like that show i don't think it's for everybody like ruben said uh, people, those like they're making fun of like hipsters and all that shit. But some people, uh, I feel like some people don't get the satire, and just people are like, "Oh, this is a show about hipsters," and it's like, "No, no, no, they're they're it's a parody of that, yeah. that culture." But um, yeah, I like the guys who were involved in that. That's a Michael Showalter show. Uh, the state, the three guys from the state, all uh-huh. those guys are like really good directors now, and uh, yeah, I like that show. Um, what else? What else can I talk about? Um, all right. So this is what I did. This is what I, I wanted to uh, bring up on the pod. So I have like really uh, I have mixed feelings about this. I didn't even want to bring this up on the pod because I don't feel like this guy is worth my fucking time. But uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm like I'm 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 confused. So Nate Parker, I don't know if you know who Nate Parker is. No. 
Uh, Nate Parker is was a young protege, uh, black filmmaker, made a couple of really good movies, um, was a star in All of the Lights, I think it is. Um, uh, the Kanye video, music video? No, it's like a black movie about a bodyguard and a singer, but it's like a very good, like romantic, like it's like like the bodyguard, you know what I mean? From yeah, way yeah, back yeah. in the day, but it was a recent one and I forgot who directed it, but, uh, people love that movie. It's a great movie. Um, and this guy was like, had so much promise. He's like a young actor, great actor. Um, people thought he was going to be huge. And then he had all this shit come out about him, um, about allegations when he was in college, oh, about okay. him and his friends, uh, allegedly raping a chick. If you go down that rabbit hole, it's a super dark story. Super dark story. He did American Skin. Um, and he made American Skin, wrote it. He also made Birth of a Nation, that movie that came out like Wait, two so years he made ago. Birth of a Nation? Was yeah, he... and then... Bef- so What's wait, is he, is he the... is he He's like the actor, right? Or the, is he the director and writer? He's director-writer. Oh, okay. Um, But he's also an actor. He usually acts in all his movies. Okay. The Birth of a Nation, not Birth of a Nation, not the D.W. Griffith movie. There's a movie called Birth of a Nation that came out about Emmett Till like a couple of years ago. That, right? Was that the one that was up for all the awards and stuff or no? No. Oh, okay. I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, But he was in uh, About Alex. I don't know if you ever saw About Alex. No. He was in Ain't Them Body Saints. Um, He's in a lot of shit. He was he was like posed to be like this young black man who who was who was a, a multi hyphenate you know what I mean he could do it all yeah and uh, yeah all this shit came out if you want to read up on him you can read up on him he Wait, had a movie it, was, that got shelved it, because did it of all happen these though? like was he guilty of that stuff or I you can get into it I don't even want to go into it I don't like the guy uh, after I read all this shit so you think uh, he's guilty of it I think he's I it's. It's not necessarily guilty. It's almost like how how I feel about Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose is another guy that like people love, and I'm like, I don't. I will never love that man because of the situation he put himself in and other people. Uh-huh. Whether or not he was right or wrong, basically the story is Nat Parker. See, I don't want to get into this because it gets like really dark. He like bullied a girl into having like a, a um, sexual relations with multiple parts, multiple partners. Yeah. Um. I guess it did happen. People say it did happen, didn't happen, whatever, whatever. Girl was raped. Uh, girl felt like nobody was listening to her. Took it to court. Still felt like nobody was listening to her. Girl killed herself. Uh, he got acquitted of all charges because, you know, sh- um, shit like that. So this is pretty um, much uh, promising young woman's about him. <laughs> right? Right. Like- <laughs> right, right. And yeah. fucking... So he made this movie, American Skin. Unfortunately, uh, people... People like him. It's like it's very hard for me because I don't it's very hard for me um, to like not like this guy. I think he had so much talent, but it's just like that story is like such an asterisk for me for him. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's tough, man. I don't I don't really know how to give people second chances. It's really hard. for It's me. like it's the whole like Louis, he, it's, it's like, the whole Louis thing. It's hard to like separate the art from the, you know, from like the artist. You know what I mean? And Correct. Um, it's kind of like the whole thing that's happening with J.K. Rowling right now where like. Everybody loves Harry Potter, but everybody does not like her because of her anti. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So like, I don't know. It's 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 the, it's, it's the Louis thing, man. It's the Louis yeah. thing. I hear people fucking say his new shit. The shit that got leaked is like really good. Uh-huh. But will I ever like Louis? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. And like, should I not give him a chance? I don't know. I if I had a daughter and he did that to my daughter, I don't know. Would you? You know, like, 
Yeah. It's tough. It's tough. It's but like the Louis thing's a lot different though, because it's like it's still they haven't really proven if if like like he admitted to doing some stuff, but it wasn't as crazy as as what this you know what I mean, what this Nate Parker guy has done. So yes. it's like it's a little bit um, different because it's I, a little I, bit different. Yeah. Um anyways, he made this movie. It was it's a very provocative movie, like a lot of his movies are. And it's produced by Spike Lee. Spike Lee is promoting the movie. Trash. And and there's a lot of people that are like, oh, my God. Like, you know, it has to deal. He does, like, a lot of homages to Malcolm X, the whole Malcolm X painting. And the story is he, he gets pulled over by the cops. Uh, the cops shoot his kid. And 10 years later, he decides, you know what? I'm going to fucking... I'm gonna make I'm gonna make a movie about this shit. I'm gonna go take the cops hostage that fucking killed my son, and I'm gonna put them on trial by myself, you know, by a trial, a, by a trial. Uh, uh, um, wait, wait, wait. So you said tr- make a movie of it? Like, wait, this happened? Like, so this happened in real life to him? No. So this is so. Let me break it down. So okay. the movie, this is the problem with the movie. This is the my my. This is the main problem with the fucking movie. He shoots it like a found footage movie. because uh, I saw the trailer <laughs> right, and it looks like interesting. Like I was gonna watch it eventually, but so like it looked fuck, like really he low shoots budget. It like a found footage movie. He shoots it. He gets a, a college kids to shoot the movie. He thinks he gets these college kids to interview him to to make a movie about the uh, his son's killing and like how he's like trying to come back from that and how life you know and like yeah. be an activist for change and all this shit and then she gets gnarly and he tells the kids you're fucking my hostage and you got to film everything I need you to film everything uh-huh. I don't know why he chose this trope I I will never understand it because you don't have to do that yeah you could just shoot the fucking movie like a fucking movie <laughs> yeah. It's frustrating, especially when you see how the movie's edited. Um, oh, but anyways, okay. um, this movie was very frustrating for me. It's like, uh, it's one of those movies where it's not trying to be woke. It's just dealing with shit that is happening now. But I don't like when people see this is, uh, I did <laughs> go for it, bro. But I don't like when people not, it's not like you're, you're smarter than them, but it's like all this shit has been said. Everything yeah. you're saying in this movie is already been said. But it, the problem is not everybody's heard it. And uh-huh. so this this movie's not for me. You know, this movie's not made for me. This movie is made for uh the young the young black kid who doesn't know or you know the young white kid who doesn't know. I'm you know, sure like, the young black kid knows. You know what I mean? It's it'll be more for the I young white. I don't know. White, I don't know. Do, you know. It's you know, it's just it shows both sides of the coin. It's like very provocative in what it's saying and how the dialogue's written. But um, I don't like movies like that. I, I, you know, real life is way more fucking influencing than a fucking movie like this. Uh-huh. You know, you don't have to make a movie like this. Just turn on the news. A fucking, right, make a just turn on the news. Yeah, just turn on the news and you, you see it all the time. And so the problem is this movie, I think, was made about three years ago. And uh-huh. it just got shelved. You know what I mean? And so it finally came out. But um, I don't like the movie. Not to say that it's a bad movie. It's one of those things where I did like that guy, you know, before I was like on his, I was on his train, bro. I was like, let's go. This is like, there was that movie about Alex with Schmidt where it's like about, uh, their friend committing suicide and he plays as a, he's like a very good actor. He's like very good looking, very charismatic. Uh-huh. Um, he could have been the next spawn. Like people were like, Oh, they're going to cast him as the next spawn. Like as a remake, like this could be the new Al Jackson. Like, but man, just that shit comes out and like, 
the story got deeper and deeper. Like, and then I got, in, I started looking up all that shit that came out about the story. And it's like, man, that shit gets dark, like about his real life. And, you know, uh-huh. and so that's always going to be an asterisk. And so, yeah, when I saw this movie, it was like, do I even want to talk about this? Do I even want to like promote this movie? You know, but I don't know. I don't. So it's not, it's, do you recommend it or no? I would say, I would say, I would say it's all relative, man. I would say, go watch the fucking movie. Tell me how you like it. But, uh, uh-huh. Cause like I, my I, biggest trope, my biggest trope was the fucking found footage. But some people might like it. Some people might be like, "Oh, that's fresh. That's a cool take. I never seen a found footage movie like this." Uh, do you recommend it to me? Like from the trailer, I, like I stopped because I don't like watching the full trailers. Because like trailers nowadays spoil everything, you know. Were you gonna watch it if I didn't tell you all this stuff? Yeah. Then watch it. Watch it then. Yeah. Okay. And let me know. All right. Um. What else did you watch? Did you watch anything else? That's all. So I've, I've been watching WandaVision. And like, you know, it's like a weekly episode. Like we release a new yeah. episode every week. So far, I've been frustrated with it. <laughs> and like, it's just like, it's just kind of like, I don't know. Like everybody's just like all in love. Like for me, like everybody's like all in love with it. And I just, I get like, I don't know. Like I just, it's, it just seems like it's pandering to me. You know what I mean? Like it's just kind of, it's just dragging on, dragging on, dragging on. And like, it's not pandering to you. Well, it's just kind of like to the to the crowd, and like so. Then, like that's what I I was telling Mickey. Right? Like, I just think it's kind of like they're fucking with us, you know. It's just kind of like, like they know, like we'll just stick with it, whatever. And then I read an article where they had the director was talking about it, and they're like, "Oh yeah, Kevin Feige, whatever." It was just like, "Let's see how long we could have it black and white because everybody's gonna watch it no matter what." Let's see how long we could push like the reveals because everybody's gonna watch it because it's the Marvel universe. And that's exactly what I picked up from it. You know what I mean? Like, I just felt like, okay, this is just kind of like, like, the first episode is like this whole, like, it's just pretty much a, a spoof on, like, Bewitched or whatever, you know? And then you get, like, a very tiny snippet of, of, of the Marvel Universe. And then the next episode is, like, I Love Lucy. And then it's, like, another little snippet. And then, like, by the third time, the episode, you're just kind of like, okay, like I, like, I get what you guys are doing. You guys are doing parodies of these episodes. But, like, come on, let's get on with it, you know? And I was really kind of getting frustrated with it. And then, like, I, I was telling, like, Mickey about it. Like, you know, I just feel like they're just kind of, like, wasting my time a little bit, you know? Yeah. And then I read this article, and it's like, oh, come on. You know, like, now, now like, they're admitting to, like, you know, we have a fan base that's going to stick with it no matter what. And Kevin, Kevin Feige's pushing the boundaries. Like, we'll see how long they can stick with it. And then, like, so finally the fourth episode came out, and now it's, like, that like made it like okay now it's stepping up the quality and it's like bringing all that shit from the first three episodes like it's kind of like okay here are the answers like I, it's, it. it's cool like there's like a like a thing about the fourth episode that happens where like it's very cool because it's just kind of like oh yeah i forget that i'm in this universe yeah you know like end game happens and all that stuff you forget what universe you're in and like they kind of like show you in the, in the fourth episode but at the same time it's just like do we need to have fucking four episodes to get to this point so this is what I've heard from the show. Uh-huh. I haven't watched it. I don't have Disney Plus, but all what I'm hearing is, I have a couple of friends uh, who are like comic nerds, right? Yeah. And from what what they from what they from their interpretation, they fucking love it. It's yeah, like, I, I, is, I don't get it. Like man. jizz. This is like jizz. This is like jizz. This is like porn for them. They're just like, oh my god, dude. Like, yeah. They're telling me the storylines it's connected to, and I'm like, oh, that's fucking sick. Like, if that's the storyline we're going, like, X Men are coming. Like, they're fucking coming. But um. Yeah, I have people at work also who just have Disney Plus and are like big Ma- Mandalorian fans, or yeah, you know what I mean. And the one thing they keep saying is like, "It's good." 
but no other reaction. And like whenever yeah. somebody says it's like good, it's just like, oh, you're just watching it to because watch it. Like they're to- just because it. they think it's good. Like, oh, this should be good. So I'm gonna say, yeah, it's yeah. good. I'm just waiting yeah. for something to happen. That's exactly how like I felt. Like it's like, okay, like I know something's gonna happen because <laughs> all this shit's usually pretty good, you know what I mean? Like you expect it to yeah. be good and now yeah. you're just kinda like waiting for it to be good. And I felt like the the first three episodes were just kinda like a waste of my time. But it's getting really? good. It's yeah. getting good now. I haven't seen it. I, I I don't plan on seeing it. I don't like Vision. I don't like Scarlet Witch. I've never liked them uh, in the comic book universe or the Marvel universe. So I, I don't know. Like, And then I don't have Disney Plus, so I'm like not in a rush to watch it or anything like that. You got to get Disney Plus, man. Because another thing I started watching was yeah. that, that show Dinosaurs by Jim Henson. I, okay. Dude, that, remember that show or no? Dinosaurs? Or, like was, the, not the mama? Yeah, Earl Sinclair and all those dudes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They, 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 so they just brought it back on Disney Plus like this week. Oh, it's brand new. No, no, not brand new. But like they brought like all like the four seasons back oh, onto because it hasn't been anywhere. I would have bought it right now. Like you to tell you, I bought it on the episode right now, live on air. <laughs> no, but it's back. It's back. You know, you could watch it. You know, like because I mean, uh, there was no other crazy. place you could watch. Hey, it. HBO Max has got the Wayne's Brothers, so suck yeah, that's that's good. <laughs> But dude, the, the dinosaurs was like it's good, man. I, I started rewatching a lot of it. Like I was trying to show my yeah. my daughter, and like there's some funny episodes, man. There's one where like it's called the terrible. You're trying shoot. to show a fucking a, she's a not months. even one year old had a fuck or a one year old. She's had a sixteen fun. months, but like <laughs> I'm like watch it. This is like what I used to watch as a kid, you know, like <laughs> and like oh, the the dumb, format bro. is like four three, and it looks like all fuzzy and stuff, but like. But yeah, dude, it's good, man. Like there was an episode where like it's called the Terrible Twos, and like the baby he he turns two, and like the grandma is like, like oh what, like why did you guys call me here? Like oh we're celebrating his birthday, and it's like isn't he turning two? And they're like yeah, and then she's like I'm out of here, you know. This is like, and then they're like what do you mean? Like yeah, like like you know your two other kids were fucking pains in the ass, and they try to remember back to the day, and they have no memory of that year when they were from two to three, you know, like they couldn't think back. <laughs> So pretty much it turns into a parody of The Exorcist. And like, what the hell? Yeah, so that they sing to the baby and he just turns all fucking wild and demonic. And then like the, they call this, they call the babysitter and he comes in. And he looks like the dude from The Exorcist, right? The priest from The Exorcist. <laughs> and like he's doing all this stuff and like they have him and the baby's like, his eyes are like rolling back. And he, he's like, he's like, we, we, he's like, we got to give you some rice. He's like, no, I want cookies. And he's like, the power of rice compels you. And he's like trying to give him rice. Stupid, dude. <laughs> And then the baby's head turns around and stuff. It's, it's pretty funny. It was good. Oh, and then there's man. another one where, like, like the dad, he falls into a, a vat of, like, chemicals and stuff. And he turns into a superhero. <laughs> he has all these, what like, the, powers. It's good, what man. What was his name? Al? Wasn't his name Al? His, his name's Earl. Earl Sinclair. Earl. Earl Sinclair. Duh. You just said that. Yeah, it's funny because, like, there's, like, the Sinclair gas station where it's, like, a dinosaur. Like, yeah, that's, like, yeah, their yeah, logo. Yeah. yeah, but I recommend that. If you guys haven't seen that yet, it's called Dinosaurs. Anything else you watch? Uh, no, just no. That's it. All right, so let me talk about what I watched that I was like blown away with. Right, so uh, this week, uh, I don't know why his name came up, but uh, the great David Mamet. Uh, I heard on a podcast people were talking about him. Um, just so happened that Criterion put his uh first and third movie on their channel, and uh, I uh. Yeah, I blew my load watching uh, House of Games. I don't know if you've ever seen House of Games. It's no. a fucking great fucking movie. It's uh, David Mamet's first movie uh, with his then-wife, Linda Krause, and Joe Mantegna. 
<laughs> and uh, yeah, man, it's a fucking great movie. It's a uh, people always talk about it because it's a a con movie. It's a uh, it's also like a, a gambling movie, kind of about the addiction of gambling and like. Uh, but it's, man, it's such a fucking good movie. I couldn't believe I'd never seen it before. Uh, it's from the eighties, late eighties. Man, it's such a fucking great movie. And like you know, the whole mammoth speak is like such a it's such a it's like a trope now. Um, you know that the way people talk in his movies. David Mamet is famous because famous because he wrote uh Glen Gary Glen Ross. It's got very distinct dialogue. Um, he won the Pulitzer Prize for that fucking that that fucking play. Um, but he's made like countless movies that people fucking know and love, and they all his all his characters in all his movies have like a very distinct way of talking where it's like they're they're almost questioning the English language and it's like very uh witty the way they uh-huh. do it and uh yeah he's made like uh the last movie he he he's made was was the Phil Spector movie oh the uh, Al Pacino one right I think so no it was a TV movie I don't know if it was Al Pacino or not yeah Al Pacino plays Phil Spector oh, oh yeah he does dude yeah <laughs> yeah That's funny man um yeah I mean he's made uh he made Heist he wrote uh, American Buffalo. If you've never seen the play American Buffalo or seen the movie American Buffalo, it's a fucking great fucking play um, about a guy who finds an American Buffalo nickel. And then it's like a plot to like con the guy who's selling it. And it turns into like a heist as well. It's like, man, he writes, he he, he has a very distinct way of, uh, of his characters talking. It's all, it's not like Aaron Sorkin where they're talking on top of each other and it's like the cadence it's more the cadence with Aaron Sorkin but Mamet it's like they have a very distinct way of like talking like uh the mo- one of the most famous things is fucking in Glen Gary Glen Ross the guys are like hypothetically thinking about killing their boss and they're like are we talking about this or are we speaking about it and he's like no we're talking about it he's like no 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 we're speaking about killing our boss because if we were talking about it then something would happen oh, and they yeah, keep yeah. Going, going back and forth it's like very cool like yeah i'm looking at uh, at, his, at his his uh body of work and it's like he's definitely one more known for his writing uh uh yeah definitely wrote he wrote ronin wag the dog it's crazy man yeah hoffa hoffa uh, was a good movie dude hoffa's very good that's yeah. a uh danny devito uh-huh um, but yeah, so I, I had never seen this movie. People always talking about it with like rounders fucking, uh, oh, he wrote rounders. No, no, no. They, they talk about it in the same circle. Oh, okay, Brian Koppelman okay. wrote rounders, oh, but, okay. uh, like in the same circles about movies, about gambling, about, uh, cons, you know what yeah. I mean? Um, and it's like, yeah, it's so cool. Like they show you how to pull cons off in the movie and it's like so good. Like, and it's like one of those movies where everybody's playing a con so like there's like four or five twists in the movie you know what i mean because it's like a con on a con on a con it's like oh, okay. you've been playing this person the whole time you know yeah. it's fucking great dude i fucking loved it i was like blown away uh i didn't get to see homicide because that's also on the criterion and like i'm gonna fucking watch it and then they have like uh for criterion re-released uh house of games in 2007 so like on the channel right now they have like all the like I watched a couple of documentaries about the filming of that movie oh, and like okay. they interviewed Joe Montaigne and Lindy Krauss saw those, but they have a commentary that they re-recorded. And like, I don't know if you know who Ricky Jay is. He's like a very famous magician, but he was also a card shark. Uh-huh. Um, 
and he's in a lot of his movies like he's he uses a lot of characters that were like real gamblers and real fucking magicians or like sleight of hand in a lot of his movies and so yeah it's like cool to see ricky jay like he died i think either this year or either last year or like uh, a couple years ago ricky jay he's like very famous guy but uh yeah house of games i fucking was blown away by dude i gotta check it out then so you recommend it Heavy, 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 bro. Right, cool. I think it's only like an hour and forty-five too, so it's like a breeze. And it's on the you said the. Um, Criterion I mean, you can channel? watch it anywhere, but it's streaming on Criterion Channel. All right, cool. Um, and then I'm watching the little things right now. Before we came on the pod, I got like fifteen minutes. What's that? The Denzel show, the Denzel movie. Oh, uh, so you have fifteen minutes to go? Are you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, we'll talk about that next week because I want to watch that. I'm like really excited yeah. for it. I got 15 minutes to go, and I stopped to do a podcast with you. That, that kind of says a lot about the movie then, huh? Oh, brother. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll leave it there, all right, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope uh, we didn't tell too many incriminating stories. Also, I hope you guys don't judge us or judge me specifically for telling these stories about being a drunken idiot and driving and all that stuff and putting people in danger. Uh, but, you know, it was eight years ago. Uh, it's not that long ago when I say it out <laughs> loud, but, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, We will catch you on another time or another time. Uh, Ladies on the Manji. All right, later. Bow.